0: How's it going, everybody? I'm Neil Richter, along with my partner here. E-Man Bates, how you guys doing? And this is the second episode of our new podcast, Beats, Brews, and Points of View. Our first one is uh, uploading to SoundCloud as we speak, so I'm pretty excited about that.
1: You can follow us at SoundCloud, Beats, and Brews, as well as our social media. I I hate E-Man Bates, exactly how it sounds, I-H-A-T-E-E-M-A-N-B-A-T-E-S on all my social media, Twitter, Instagram, whatnot. Neil, they can follow you at... Oh, they'll have... I'll post all my socials on there when I
0: upload the links, so you'll be good there, because I'm terrible at reciting my Instagram and all that. (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) But anyways, I guess we start by asking, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How was your week? Week was good. I'm happy to be here again. Happy, you know, like we got last week updated, so everything's good to go. Good, good. We don't have any beer this week, unfortunately. We're kinda of strictly on music just cause There's a lot of music to talk. A lot about. of shit happened <laughs> this past week. So,
0: <laughs> so if you don't uh, if you live under a rock and didn't know, uh, Eminem dropped a new album last Friday out of uh, nowhere, and that's called Kamikaze. And he says a lot of things on there and uh, about
1: a lot of people.
0: A lot, you know, <laughs> about a lot of people by name. He's calling everyone out by their government. No subliminals, which is pretty cool. Uh, Reminds me of a classic time in hip-hop. Your Ice Cube beefs, your
1: Eminem early Vaseline. Eminem. No <laughs> Vaseline.
0: Yep. so I appreciate it.
1: Um, Keep oh, no Vaseline in mind, because that's actually going to bring up a big point to where we're going with this. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Kamikaze. I love it. What do you think about it? It was probably the best Eminem album in a long time. Very long time. A very long time. Because, I mean... I mean, revi- like, say, like, Revival and Relapse, I mean, they all had, like, bright spots in them, but as, like, a whole project, as a complete project, it just never did it really. It really never did it for me. This was, like, the first project I fucking loved from Eminem since, like... It reminded me of, like, Eminem's show, almost. It's, I mean, like, that's that probably intensity. That's the best one yeah. since then.
0: I would agree with that. And I have this thing where I always get overly excited when Eminem drops an album because I've grew- grown up on them and I love them so much. And I always wind up like bigging up his album and then backtracking a little bit as they go along. And I think I did that with Relapse and Recovery and even the last one. I thought his rapping was good on the last one. I just hated the beats. But it seems like he's back to basics and he listened to the critiques because you got a very hip hop album here. You got the Beastie Boys album cover, the the homage to License to by the Beastie
1: Boys. Nobody talks about the Kingdom Hearts sample that's in that album. With a uh, good guy, with uh, the one with Jesse Reyes. I think oh, that yeah, that sample from Kingdom Hearts. Like, nobody knows. And I'm a big, like, video game, like, anime guy. <laughs> and I caught that. And I'm like, holy shit, this yeah, is a dope. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but you got the, the Beastie
0: Boys homage on the cover. You've got an executive produced by him and Dr. Dre, which is what he needed, man. No more of those. No, no disrespect to Rick Rubin, because you're a legend, but the classic rock samples with Eminem doing weird raps over them that just don't fit. There's no more of that. This is just straight hip-hop beats and no more pop singers on the choruses. This is just straight going for the throat, and he's going fast. I mean, you got Joyner Lucas on there. You got Royce the five nine on there. He did bring in Jesse Reyes for and Jesse, Re- I like yeah. Jesse Reyes. Yeah. I recently found out about her on Hot 97. They had her what's up her, What's her, her one
1: there? single? Does Body Count, I think, is her single? Yep. If yep. I'm single. Yeah, it's fucking dope.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of cool stuff. I mean, we can just pick this album apart right from song to song. I'll pull up the track list
1: here. I'll get that as well. It shouldn't be too far in my collection.
0: Yep, right here. Yeah, I mean, all the streaming services do a pretty good job of keeping it at the top
1: Right next to Holy
0: Right next. (laughs) So it starts off with the ringer. Whew! Is the ringer tough? That uh, that's the the first three tracks in a row. It's like that's probably like a Guinness Book of Record for the most words in an album in in the opening first three tracks. And uh, and he goes off and doesn't stop till you get to the Paul skit, (laughs) and then normal. It goes into like a, a. relationships I love how
1: he brought the Paul Skits back cuz I was always a big kids. fan of Paul, the Paul Skits and, and those albums.
0: It's great and then the one where he calls him back and he's <laughs> I think I found where this person lives. I'm I'm going <laughs> right <laughs> now you hear the, the GPS in the background turn left. That's funny to me. But um yeah, so let's talk about some of the people he goes after. He talks about Budden, uh Academics, Academics, uh Lil Pump, Lil Uzi no, not no, Little Lil Yachty, he? Uh, 21 Savage, Vince Staples, Earl Sweatshirt, Tyler, the Creator. He says a lot of things. Boy. He talks about a lot of
1: people in this album. Didn't he go after like Katie Kirk or some shit at one point? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I
0: might have missed that one. But he, he says a lot Katie of It was Katie Kirk.
1: Who was the chick that had the Trumps head? It was the other one. The redheaded chick. Oh, Kathy, Kathy Griffin? Griffin, yeah, that was another other one. I don't think he was going after I think he, he was just like, was like, like bigging her, her up. 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 Okay. Yeah, it was kind of like a well, shout-out. So that, that made no sense to me. Why would you diss Kathy Griffin? Right, right, cool. Well, I think that's most uh, – like,
0: Honestly, the disses – I don't think the disses are even that
1: It was just more crazy calling them all type too. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's more like giving shout-outs. I mean, really. only
1: there was only one that was really crazy that we could consider. Who, which one it was one like you the, that one that had on uh, – on, What was it? What's the one song with Royce? Oh, yeah. What's the name
0: of that song? Um – that is not alike. Had a like. Got a whole MGK? half
1: of song on MGK. Yeah. Yeah. But even that I feel like uh um, That wasn't even left field really. It was just, No,
0: I mean okay. he had the he was MGK didn't he tweet about his daughter being hot or something like that? Yeah. And, which like, is creepy
1: as because he was like twenty two at the time and she I think she was think like sixteen, was like 16 yeah. yeah.
0: So that's weird. And I understand you you're a dad. You should do that. You should call him out. Why not? So that's cool to me. But I think it's pretty crazy that MGK came back at him.
1: I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he got banned from Shade 4 or 5 and all that shit. And pretty much trying to show his career, though.
0: Yeah. But so those are the people that he's been guess. calling out on that. Um, there's only a couple songs on this whole album that I didn't like. And I, think I the, still even I'm, respected him. Stepping Stone was kind of just man, like I, I like the story about D12, but as a song, like music-wise... Okay. I like that one.
1: The only one I didn't like was Venom. Venom soundtrack. Venom,
0: yeah, that, that was clearly that was, for that that movie, was And is, I think, yeah, it was
1: just because of the movie track, right. which is fine.
0: But, but yeah, I think those are like the only ones that I didn't enjoy. Everything else, was normal's now. grown on me. That one I didn't like at first, but now I kind of like it, and I like the like what it's about and everything. And, uh, and I can go through this album
1: straight through, though. But oh, I have yeah, like six was, times <laughs> already. <laughs> I went through a couple times already. I'm just saying, like, as in, like, you know. When people skip over songs and stuff like that, no, I can go through. it. Yeah, that's the great fine. part about this. This mm-hmm.
0: is the first Eminem project in a while where you haven't skipped any tracks. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Or... Yeah, it's definitely the first Eminem project in a while where I can don't have to skip a song. I yep. can honestly
0: say that. yeah. And I think it's cool. That, I always like that Eminem brings like an unknown to his albums and like kind of bigs him up, like this Jesse Reyes girl. He's got I mean, in a he did songs that for Skylar
1: Gray for like God knows how long. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep.
0: Which is kind of weird that nothing's really ever come much from her. but. Scarlet I think Skylar yeah, Scar- yeah, Grey
1: gets a lot of writing credits that, yeah. I, that nobody really knows about.
0: So, yep, so I think she's probably living just fine. But um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see what comes from this. So MGK gave his response already. Uh, what was the name of that song? Uh, rap rap Devil. Devil. Rap Devil. Kind of play on his rap god. And I think he has some funny lines in there. I think it's funny when he talks about his beard looking weird. And how he needs to get rid of the uh, the track suits and the weird yeah. hats. And I, I'm not going to lie. I've had that thought I mean, so he still calls times. him a legend. I hate Eminem's hats. He wears the wackest hats. I don't know. <laughs> I hate that. But that's, that's something I to mean, do you with he still pay music.
1: respect. He still <laughs> called him a legend, though.
0: He, oh, for sure. And you he, knew he, he was can. going to. You can't. Yeah. People. Some people are uh, taking aim at him for calling him a legend and dissing him in the same track.
1: But I mean, I mean you got to pay your that respect That was his
0: idol coming into this. I think pay. he's more excited that Eminem mentioned his name than anything. Were you
1: Did you remember when MGK came to Detroit? I think he played Saint Andrews and he actually did a cover of Lose Yourself.
0: Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah,
1: it was like a couple of years ago, It only like 3 or 4 years ago. My buddy Johnny was there. I have a friend uh Johnny Drew
0: that's like obsessed with MGK. <laughs> he was like the only reason I we went to a film school together at Specs Howard and he would play his music for me all the time in class and I was never a huge fan. I I respect MGK because he can rap. He's like he—that's not what you told me. But all
1: right, no, he
0: can. (laughs) No, I've always thought that he can rap. I just don't like the music that he makes because I think he just—he has
1: kind of a corny sounding voice to me. I think he went down in quality. I I I loved MGK for a while, like music wise. Like hundred words and running was dope. Lace up was dope. Uh, Lace up the album was dope. I think he made a mixtape and album with it. Mm -hmm. However, like I didn't like Bloom at all. And I think General Mission was the one before that, which was okay. I think I had that single Till I Die on it, which was was cool. But, yeah, overall, I feel like he's trying to, like, tailor it. It's kind of like almost like what Yellow Wolf did and kind of switched styles, like how country it Oh, that like, bothered me so bad. Yeah, I think what he's trying to – he's trying to switch over to, like, that rocker style, which, mm-hmm. I mean, he always – he looks the part. Don't get me wrong. But if he just sticks back to that rapper lane, like – because I fucking love Rap Devils. I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I fucking like – that was the best I've heard MGK do in a long time. But – I think he needs to stay back in that lane. I mean, he's it's dope doing like what you're doing right now, but I feel like he's kind of losing a little bit of steam because he's trying something different. I hope he stays in the hip hop lane
0: too, because honestly, yeah. we brought up Yellow Wolf, and that's a good point. And that bothers me about white artists in hip hop. I don't like when they use hip hop to make an entrance to because other it's so popular, and then they'll switch routes and go like country or rock. And so I'm like, don't and just that's- fucking use hip hop. Like that I don't I mean. Know. I say stay in If you're gonna come up And do some hip hop stuff Come out and be in hip hop I party. think that's what Yellow I, Wolf I haven't listened to I didn't I barely listened to his last album Because I mean You can miss was me It was a trial by that fire right rock shit that
1: is, this trial by fire Was his he's last, last album Kid
0: rock route in life And I'm just not into that I think all. trial
1: by fire Was the last album If I'm not mistaken was Is that what it was called part. I think so And Yellow it Wolf can dope. rap
0: And MGK can rap So I say stay doing that And like I liked when Yellow Wolf Was like the skater rap Kind of shit That he had going on Right Originally, and those dudes can rap fast too, which is fun for me. I know a lot of the, that's been the critique on some of this with the Eminem album. The only critique that I've seen mainly is that it's too much of the rapidity rap multi-syllable word right. play, all that trying to like but I chop like a it. Fan. I'm, I, I'm a fan of that. I listen yeah. to Eminem's Bars. music for different reason than I listen to, to like party music and Migos. Yeah. Like Migos, I can go dance and party to, but Eminem, I can put on my headphones and like. Get really lost in a deep. Yeah, I track. can't
1: I can't listen to Ski Master Slum God the nah. same blind. I can't listen to Eminem. Nah. I like them both separately, but. And it's yeah, okay it it has to like. Mentality. It's okay to like those <laughs> things separately. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know why
0: everyone's like, gotta like. It's gotta be a million things in one album. So I don't know. People just seem to find. Like to bitch about Eminem. It seems like it's trendy almost to like complain about Eminem. Uh, how he it's almost like it be, became
1: right? like. Yeah, like kind of like how people do with Drake, I feel like. Like it's like cool to hate on an artist at mm-hmm. a certain point. That's probably also a sign that they're the best. You know what yeah, I mean, that's, you a, that's a really a sign if you hate. If, like, legit, I think that is a sign. If it's cool to hate on you, you're doing good. Yeah, <laughs> doing, that's I think true. that might be that's it. That's a good
0: point. Um, but, yeah, so MGK had his response, and then Joe Budden came with his yesterday. Oh, boy. What I mean? didn't see the
1: podcast. I just saw, like, the actual – I just saw the clip of when he said it.
0: Uh, I don't even want to be misleading How? by calling it a response because it's not a response. He didn't make a song. He gets sweaty on a podcast and yells about Eminem so, for about two hours. What straight.
1: do you What do you think about that? The Joe Budden thing. Well, here's my we're thing. Go, with we're the gonna Joe spend Bud- a lot of time on the MGK thing, but I want to just get to the easy part first. The yeah. Joe Budden thing.
0: With the Joe Budden thing is, I take it with a grain of salt when Joe Budden gets to going crazy like this because he's got a new job now. He's not rapping anymore. Yeah. He's got a show coming out on revolt tv and Spotify. His, and his spotify yeah. podcast is about to come off and i love his podcast don't get me wrong i'm a huge joe budden fan i love his music too um but i think he got extra loud and extra crazy as a way to sell his podcast and promote it like because he put out the little clip where he was all sweaty yelling in a wife beater first before the even podcast even dropped so that got a lot of people to click on the podcast <laughs> right off the rip um and I think, but I think a lot of the things he said in there were truthful, and a lot of it was embellished. But I think the truthful parts about it were when he was talking about Slaughterhouse and how he felt away about Eminem because of he didn't he didn't think that Slaughterhouse was being um, put on the forefront of Eminem's mind when he signed those guys. And and I agree with him because if yeah. you if you listen to early like the the Slaughterhouse mixtapes, there's definitely a different sound there. And the final product, and they came out with the album. Welcome back. Our house. Me th- I I we mean I mean, think
1: there. about it from this point of view. Besides, la- besides Fifty Cent, obviously, what was the last shady artist that really took off? Between, got a like Yellow Wolf kind of took off, but kind then he of, switched lanes. But even yeah, um, who, I, I mean, mean they John got Westside Gun on
0: a shelf forever. They um, got
1: Westside Gun and Conway now, which are which is awesome. Dope. But those they, guys are dirty underground. I think they're still gonna be underground just because yeah. they're sound. They're fucking dope, but at the same time, will they sell records? I mean, Boogie is another one like that too. But Boogie, is fucking dope though. But who? Man. Yeah,
0: who else? I mean, I don't know if I'm not sure how the Interscope Shady Aftermath but brand gets worked. Out. I know Anderson Pock is an, a Yellow Wolf. Just left part of that. He's on Interscope.
1: He's on he's yeah, Interscope. Yeah, he's, but on he's on Interscope. I'm so not Dre. sure how the Shady I mean, cause Dre they, Aftermath because like dividing, like, like yeah, yeah. Anderson Pock is under. I think he's still under Dre, if mm. I'm not mistaken. Which I mean, like you mentioned, John Connor earlier. Shout out Michigan Hip Hop, obviously. Yep. I mean, John Connor had been sitting on the shelf for a while. I think he's for okay because while. he's been writing for Drake. He's been writing, like, wrote all probably, the songs yeah. for Compton or whatever, and he's been doing that. But so like, he, has a so, he was time.
0: promotable as a, as his own artist, though. Like, he's good. Like, he, like he. I don't know why they haven't I don't pushed know. him harder. I don't know. I once upon is. a
1: time, and you know, this can go on record. I once upon a time said John Connor might be bigger, bigger than Kendrick Lamar at some point. Yeah. Obviously, do I see that happening now? No, no. <laughs> but <laughs> but he had that potential.
0: It seems like all the shady artists have a little bit of a shelf life though, because like even D twelve, like they made those two huge albums and then they just kinda well, proof died, so that was a huge thing. Oh yeah. But uh it was the devil's but, like, them, like, and went on D12 to pursue World. anything else. Like Biz had like Rockstar and I don't mean I mean Mr. Had, Porter, I mean, you know, he's, he's on tour he's, with them and he, yeah. he's been producing beats and stuff, so that that helps with him. Didn't it just
1: do a show like at Crowfoot and Pontiac? They uh, they just had a show actually not too long ago. Huh. Like in in uh Pontiac. Yeah. Nice. What Obi Trice actually Yeah. Oh, that was on uh, a girl I went to high school with or
0: I went to middle school with actually Ashley Weimer opened that show up. She's <laughs> she's doing like some rap shit now and uh, I think it was like Obi Trice and um, Crooked Eye. I think Crooked, Crooked Eye, was, Eye yeah, Slaughterhouse was there. I didn't I I wonder how that show went. I hope she did well. Um Shout out to Ashley Weimer. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Ashley Weimer, doing her thing. She's got a lot of, she gets a lot of viewers, man, and a lot of followers and stuff. It's crazy. But, um, yes. Yeah, so where were we at? Back to the – oh, yeah, so Joe Budden getting all sweaty and ranting and raving. And he said a lot of things that were truthful and mostly about how he was unhappy. Um, but he made it also kind of seem like – kind of made Eminem look like a bad guy. And Crooked Eye did a separate little Instagram live thing where he seemed a little bit more reserved and uh, reasonable about the way he described the situation
1: I remember when we him. were at the Royce show and then Royce said something about that, like, I want to do another Slaughterhouse album with my boy Joey on his like third life or something. Yeah, he's on a podcast quote. game, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: exactly.
1: And he said he at the time he said he was ready to do
0: another slaughterhouse yeah. album too, and we saw him that yeah. yeah. yeah, sucks. That was Actually, like back in like what like April he was in
1: Ann Arbor. Yeah, and I remember From I went Florida. home
0: that night and I tweeted at Joe, I said, Royce just told us on stage he's ready for another Slaughterhouse <laughs> album. What's good? And Royce retweeted that, and it was probably did he really? Yeah, nice. and it, got, it got like it got a bunch of like I, my I get like five likes on anything I put, so like that one went crazy, had my Twitter blown up. But uh, yeah, so I guess those are the two responses we got right now. Oh, that's what he ended with though, is Joe Budden said if Eminem puts out a song that isn't for profit, so say he just records another diss at Joe, then Joe will come out of retirement. He said, then he'll come out of retirement and finish Eminem's career, is what he said on the podcast. <laughs> so, <Boy>. so, <laughs> I, So, I really, really that's hope Eminem. That's I love competition. That's a bold statement. It's really bold. And I don't think he's got the chops. So that's why I think Who, he's. Oh, Joe Budden? I mean, Joe does have the chops to rap with him, but I don't think he can beat it's Eminem. To finish yet. it? Not, no, definitely not to finish his career. That's an absurd statement. I don't know. Pissed
1: <laughs> off Joe <laughs> Budden is very intriguing to me. Like, like his his last night. phenomenal. Eyes. I don't know if you yeah. guys
0: have heard Joe Budden's last album, Raging the Machine, but that's a great album. You should go live. If you don't know any of Joe's music, you should go listen to that. It's all produced by uh, A-Rap Music. I think the whole m- album is produced by a Music, Ooh, which is okay. one of those ones we were talking about last week, the, yeah. the joint producer-rapper combo, which is uh, sweet. But I want Joe to keep making music, so I'm going to antagonize him at any, <laughs> any,
1: any chance his Twitter I can. i up any chance. Like I guess, he'll ever yeah. see this
0: or not, but <laughs> whatever. I'll still make fun of Joe <laughs> until he starts rapping again. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, Crooked Eye was kind of... He made it seem like they were, were supposed... They had a deal where they were supposed to put out three albums. And during the second album, he said it was a lot of Joe's ideas. He said it was a more of like an emotional album. That's why they went with a lot of Joe's ideas. But somewhere along the line, he said Joe just became unhappy and just kind of walked away from it or checked out mentally from it and kind of left them like, just kind of wondering the what head. the fuck is going on. Didn't
1: Joe Ortiz just put some shit out? Joe like, Ortiz has... Like,
0: I, he has a Recently. joint album coming out with Apollo Brown, another yeah. Detroit rapper. Um, And Joel is amazing. He also went out. Joe also said he the reason he thought that they nixed a lot of his ideas was because he was the most popular one in Slaughterhouse, which Ooh. I think is a bold, bold statement. Oh, Joe Budden? Yeah, I think that's false. i would say is Royce. Definitely the most popular. Out there. of all
1: four of them, I would say Royce, hands down. Yeah. Especially around this area, but in general, I would say Royce. But.
0: Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I mean yeah, Joe, Joe Button had
1: the most popular single out of the four, though. That's I'll give sure. him that. Yeah, definitely. But overall, yeah, I would say probably Royce would be the most popular one, like, as in everybody knows.
0: But let's be honest with each other. Were you ever actually really messing with Pump It Up? Did you like that song? Oh, it came out,
1: like, when I was in middle school. I was fucking yeah. with it hard, actually, around that time. <laughs> I, I liked it for like, like,
0: in the video games that it 12? was
1: in and stuff. <laughs> I was, like, with 12 when that came out. Yeah, it was dope. That that song did just turn like
0: 15. I think that album turned 15. I don't think it aged well, but yeah, at the time it was dope. Definitely didn't age well. <laughs> but they do still play it. And like, I was at a Pistons game not too long ago where they're definitely playing it in there in the in the, nice. In the stadium. Nice. So. I
1: wonder if it's he still gets royalties off oh, of it. Oh, he gets paid off of it. I'm like, he, he has, has to get seen royalties off house, of that. <laughs> his house is humongous, dude. He's just, I mean, is all that paid. pumping up money? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I mean, no, it's probably podcast no. shit too, but still. Yeah, right. he's got
0: a lot of that, but I'm sure he's still. They probably made a pretty penny off on of slaughterhouse, shady, the shady deal yeah. too.
1: Yeah, more than likely. I mean, at first, that first album was fucking.
0: But that's Joe's M.O. It's always yeah. been his M.O. He's always gone after the labels he's at. He's always gone after other rappers. He's beefed with just about everyone and their mother. The like people that are scary people to beef with, two Wu Tang members, the Game, Fifty. You know, like Joe's gone at are gone at everyone, and it doesn't bother him. I think he kind of gets off on this a little bit, you know, like this is what he lives <laughs> he for. He like, just
1: loves the drama of he it. He loves
0: it. And I mean, there's a reason why he's become so successful doing this podcast. Thing. Yeah. His podcast is awesome. I listen every week. I think it's hilarious. I think him and Maul and Rory have a great dynamic where it just kind of, when you're listening to it, you kind of just feels like you're hanging out with your buddies in the living room, chopping it up, talking shit. And I think that's a great avenue for them to be in. I dig it. Um, also since we're on that podcast real quick mall and Rory kind of got got it popping about the uh not being invited up to the breakfast club with joe when they did the interview because DJ envy's got a problem with Rory and charlemagne's got a problem with maul but uh kind of like for what and- i it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me but they were kind of saying that kind of chalking it up to why do I need to interview Rory and Maul? They haven't done enough. And so Maul kind of went off saying, like, well, who I are feel you? Like Charlemagne is the first people. person that
1: would call someone out on anything like that We want to bring him on the show. I feel like that's his MO, if anything. I mm-hmm. feel like Charlemagne gets off on it more than fucking Joe Budden would. Yep. And Maul made a good
0: point saying, like, inexperience, <laughs> we're all inexperienced until. We get this yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Going. He's like a, you were inexperienced until I mean, you got all, popping too. Yeah, we're Somehow all rookies in here. some aspect right. until
1: you know you become a vet or you know you get those rats behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get that, but whatever. That's that's their prerogative, I guess. Right. Yep.
0: <laughs> that's pretty much all I want to say yeah. about the Joe Budden podcast. I think for now. Was there some more that you wanted to talk about with the MGK
1: thing or? Uh that it's a thing. First of all, I, I'm just really. I'm actually proud of M.G.K. for coming back. I really am, just because I, I like I said I follow his career for a long time. So to see him like now, because I think he was like I don't know if he was like dying off or what. Not dying off necessarily because he's on tour with Fallout Boy, so he's obviously doing you know something right. Mm-hmm. But like he hasn't had like that. Well, no, no, he was just on the radio. With that was that bad. Was the bad dreams or whatever? I don't know. He has some single on the radio, but I just feel like. Yeah, as like a like a lyricist, like as an actual rapper, he didn't have he's like starting to lose that credibility and going to more like a poppy type deal. So I'm really glad that this beef is happening because it's letting people know like, hey, he still fucking got it. So I'm really happy to see that.
0: It's like a battle of the white boys right now too, because he went after uh, oh G-Z 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 <laughs> It's, like a couple days before, <laughs> that too.
1: and Easy had that one diss I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. Which, was Which actually I don't pretty, listen to a
0: lot of G-Eazy or MGK, I'll be honest. I liked uh, G-Eazy's last they almost
1: in, in reverse, like, I feel like. Cause I remember when G-Eazy was at These Things Happen. Well, like, I think that was his first album I actually started to listen to him to. He wasn't that big, but MGK, I think had Wild Boy around that same time. So MGK was fucking top of the game at the, at that time, You know, as far as... I would hate to say this, but the token white boy go. He was probably top of the game when that song came out. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like they almost switched tides, and Jeezy made a good point. I guess like he kind of took his spot. Not necessarily. I don't think. I don't think he necessarily took his spot. But at the same time, this I feel like it's almost a competition. Like where you know they're coming for each other, and I feel like you know it's almost like they want to. They both want to get Eminem's approval of who takes the spot next. <laughs> that's kind
0: like of how it is. There's like a weird lane in <laughs> white people in hip hop, and it's almost the same thing with females, where there needs like. If, like why do they You're right. Have, why can't there you're be right. More than, like, you're what? right.
1: Female rappers have the same exact shit. Oh my god. You know what I yeah, mean? Like why right. they
0: all go after each other? Like why can't you guys all like, coexist? Because even <laughs> like
1: even when fucking think about it, like when Foxy Brown and, and uh, Little Kim back in the day, mm-hmm. and then Little Kim with Nicki Minaj, Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj and Cardi B, Nicki
0: Minaj and Remy Ma, and Nicki, Nicki Minaj and Ma- everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're
1: right. Holy shit, I never even thought about
0: that before. Yeah. And it's the same thing with like the white rappers are all going after each other now. Mm, it's kind of like, hilarious. Like mean. Mac
1: Miller's like grandfather the shit. Mac though. Miller's Mac cool grandfathered Everybody loves yeah.
0: Mac Miller. I think yeah, Mac Miller's just doing his own thing and it's <laughs> phenomenal. By the way, go check out swimming. Oh, swimming because is because fucking dope. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm like exhausted on the Eminem thing already. Like,
1: I've, yeah, I yeah, we could talk about something else. Like, yeah, right? we
0: could we could go in. like. I mean,
1: we've been talking about this off camera for so fucking long.
0: Yep, and it's only been out for <laughs> a weekend. <laughs> um but yeah, I I uh I'm excited about it. I'm um Mr. Porter, I think I I heard on Hot 97 or something that he said that Eminem is working on another track. He against, said that yesterday to go against MGK and Joe Budden. Yep. So if he uh, I am here for the Joe, more so than I am way here for the Joe Budden Eminem oh, thing. That's if that be, becomes, that's if be They cool. start making records at each other. That's gonna be great for hip hop. That's man. gonna be cool. That's gonna be really cool, and especially, and it's it's a great time.
1: It's Joe great can't time be to too mad at Eminem either, on either right top now, because of that. he just
0: gave him some of the best free promotion ever for his Revolt TV show and the Spotify podcast deal that's coming up. Like a week before that's all about to happen. I'm excited for Joe's show, too, that state of the culture. Oh, yeah, it's going to be something. going to be pretty cool. He's got Remy Ma and Scotty Beam on there. So that should be a pretty cool show. But um, yeah, I think I'm a little uh, burnt out on the. We on could the talk, talk about
1: uh, that new Gambino video.
0: That's sweet. That's got uh, pretty much every rapper in the game. You know featured who's in not it.
1: on it? Who if I noticed? There's no Kendrick.
0: No, there's no. There's, there's no Kendrick. I've noticed there's that no TD artist in the video. there's
1: no TD artist period in that video right? no 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 was SZA in there you
0: know what I, there was someone put out a list of like I think it was, that was
1: in there I know Janelle Mon- it was like the one skating off I thought that was SZA for a minute mm-hmm. I think it was Janelle Monet, and uh I think it was Tessa Thompson actually oh good oh yeah I it think it was I think it, it was probably Tessa was. Thompson probably was, which would make sense thing. because of the whole like I think
0: they're dating each other aren't they or just friends. Well, I, mean, I think
1: I think they just mo- might be lesbians if I'm not mistaken. Well, I, I'm, or I'm pretty shit. sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know, but I, it has probably has
0: something to do with that. But um, um that's a cool video, man. I I, I would like to I analyze that one a little bit. Not even analyze. I would just like to an answer out of him, like what the symbolism between all like. There's like Drake gets his bike stolen by Future. Is it by Future? That's Future. Is that, that what it is? That was Future. Yeah. So On the bike. so I wonder what that
1: means. Uh. One thing I like the I, like the ice cream melting that was like an excess exotantion thing. Oh, was it? Yeah. So if you notice, like I think it's an MLK actually holding it. I think it represents the ideology, if I'm not mistaken. But if you look at the ice cream, it's like half like chocolate, half like whatever fucking hairstyle he had, like, yeah. like a split. Uh huh. So yeah, I think that was representing excess exotantion because that's the same hair color he had. Ha. That's Which is smart, by the way. That's sweet.
0: Like, and I like how you had uh, Travis and. Nikki fighting over the oh place the blocks and
1: stuff. yeah yep. one thing I didn't get was um when the one I think that was Gucci doing sit ups and they had like it was a Dr Dre uh, I think it was Wiz like doing the fucking dance shit mm-hmm. remember oh, yeah, that part it was like Dr Dre Snoop Wiz uh, I didn't get that that's the only one I didn't really <laughs> I, I, that's the only one I didn't get <laughs> it was funny, that was funny though like I saw like when Pump and uh. Little Pump and who was it? Somebody else was they, they was fucking with J. Cole. No, they're like, I, there was, aren't they like sitting
0: there getting a story read to him by Soldier Boy or something like that? It shows like Little Pump and someone else sit down. Who was
1: it? Somebody like J. Cole was watering his lawn or some shit and then like two kids came up to him. I thought it was Little Pump and somebody else. Oh, maybe it
0: was. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. Pump and Yachty or something. Yeah. I don't know. No Yachty, there,
1: no, Yachty was next to uh, Charlemagne. Oh, was he? Cream. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God, there's so many people have it. There's so many people then, in that fucking uh, video. Uh, I thought it was funny you had Travis and uh, Nikki Minaj the, the blocks, like and, the uh, in the blocks. That might have been one of my favorite stuff. ones. That was funny, too. Azalea
1: Banks in the Tree, which was random to me. Maybe I think it's because she's isolated from hip-hop, if I'm not mistaken. I don't fucking know. But aside from
0: that video, yeah. that's one of my favorite songs that came out this summer. That little summertime pack that he put out with uh, Summertime Magic and It Feels Like Summer. Those songs are amazing, no, man. Not. Those are great summer Chilling outside, having a drink type of uh, vibey music. What else came out this week that we have missed? Um talked about Aretha last week.
1: Bitch on a cow, bitch on a cow. Bitch I'm a cow. Did you hear what that shit that? yet? The Doja Cat song? Moo? No, I don't even know who Doja Cat is. She's not as fuck, first of all. Um <laughs> second of all, she made a song about being a cow. And it's actually fucking dope. <laughs> that kind sounds like, like some
0: Tierra whack type of shit.
1: Dude, can I go on a tangent about Tierra Whack for a minute? How Please? much I love Tierra Whack? Go for Hold it. on, is this shit Let me Hold on, hold on, hold on. The only, only bad part about it To me is like When I start fucking Loving one song It just switches to the next one Immediately That's my problem with yeah, right. That's so my, my only problem With the
0: album And I Was Because everyone I, thought, I saw like Anderson Pac post about it I saw Thundercat post about it I'm like Alright well these guys are not, These are two of my favorite musicians Out right now So let's see what they What this Tierra Whack album is about I think Solange Every to song it, If you it. haven't heard it Every song is Just
1: under a minute no, it's I exactly a minute. Exactly a minute. It's exactly, it's exactly a minute. Because the album is exactly fifteen minutes. So yeah, is that it's, what it is? it's exactly a minute. So it's weird
0: because you start to like something and then it just stops. So it's an interesting and it's only fifteen minutes long. But I don't know, it's weird. I like it. I like what the minute of each song, but uh, like, the whole sometimes I wanted to be longer the than the whole
1: that. project is yeah. if she you know T Rack if you ever watch this please send us the whole like every song like longer if possible <laughs> just so I can like jam out to it so just in my free time. So, so, so we can selfishly have more music by you. Yeah. Cause like I I every, every time I jam like one song it was like the one was uh I think it was fuck off I love that one was dope. Uh, the one where she's like in the video, she's like in the gym or whatever. Like the guy who looks like Luigi in the fucking yeah. little machine and shit. I love that song. I can't think of the name of it right now, but yeah, I fucking love this. I, oh man, it was so good.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: that, so I could go on a little bit tangent about Tierra Wack and just how much, how just the creativeness of that shit was flawless to me. But yeah,
0: there was some other. There were a couple other heavy hitting hip hop albums that came out um, on Friday. It probably got a little overshadowed by the Eminem thing. There's actually quite a few albums that came out. Yeah, that sucks that for anybody to. that
1: dropped an album that day.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the one I want to talk about is another OG in rap music, and that's Bun B put out another album
1: called Return you know, of the Trill. I saw it. I didn't listen to it, and that's I'm looking great. at it right now, actually, as we speak.
0: I love it, man. It's uh, it's definitely got that classic uh, UGK vibe to it. It's got some of the, like, the best names in Southern hip-hop on there. You got Bun B's on there, T.I's on there. I mean, Bumby. Obviously, Bundy's on it. T.I., Big Crit, Slim Thug, um, 2 Chains, Yo Gotti. Damn. He's got Gary Clark Jr. on there twice. I love Gary Clark Jr., so I was pretty excited to see that. That's actually one of my highlight songs on the album is a song called Myself. Or I mean uh, Blood on the Dash with uh, Gary Clark Jr. Myself is another one that I love. That features Run the Jewels. Or T.J. He's got Lil Wayne on there on this like kind of uh, reggae type of vibe song. What else is on there?
1: Fuck, that album is yeah, stacked. And MG, yeah, it was so great. it's just like the whole dirty south like, rap scene, pretty yeah, basically. much. Like, yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> and you got the That's last track sucked, is like Shout a pretty out to somber the track, and it's got uh, Leon Bridges and Gary Clark Jr. on there, which is like those two dudes. If you haven't listened to their music, Gary Clark Jr. makes some amazing bluesy music, and so does Leon Bridges. It almost kind of like brings you back to a different time. Kind of has like the Leon Bridges kind of reminds you like a '50s '60s type of vibe. Same with Gary Clark a little bit, the sweet guitar playing and everything. Um, so yeah, the Bun B album is definitely amazing. Uh, Currency put on another album. Fire in the clouds. You know, I hate to admit this.
1: I've never really sat down and listened to Currency. Really? I hate to admit that. Because I've I've been, it's literally been on the back burner for like four years for me. I never really sat down. Like, I understand like Jet Life and all that stuff. I never, I know who it's from. Mm -hmm. I never really sat down and listened to Currency like that, though.
0: I love Currency's whole shit. I love, like, he puts out so much music. I'm pretty sure the guy lives in the the studio. Probably. He just dropped a project with Harry Fraud this year and now he's got another album out of his solo album. And it's awesome. It's got a lot of great stuff on it. Um, it's got that classic chill smoking in the car type of vibe to it, which is most of his music. I'm gonna
1: assign myself some homework, Shot the currency. I'm gonna just go home and just listen to yeah, you like should. the currency catalog. It, to just to get familiar with it
0: start off with his joint one with, he's got a joint album with Wiz <laughs> called how fly they have
1: another one coming out apparently too we, we brought out uh how i brought too? out the uh the actually got this like listed the uh upcoming collab projects coming out i think dad piff just posted it if i'm not mistaken and one i'm yeah, excited Rico's about down for us one i'm hugely excited about that fucking wang sap with asap and tyler the creator asap rocky that is because i know there's like Ten of y'all motherfuckers, but yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for that one. I'm here for that.
1: Uh, then you got the one, the rumor, you know, the one that's been going on for a while, that Gambino and Donald Glover one. Oh, yep, wait, oh wait, 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 <laughs> Chance the Rapper and Gambino. Yep.
0: Yeah, we talked about that a little less. They tease that so often, though, that I'm yeah. I like, don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know man. No. I don't know if
1: it's legit anymore. We'll see. I, I believe it when I see it, type of deal. That's almost like the J Cole Kendrick album. I believe it when I see it.
0: That one, I don't think you'll ever see the light of day. I really don't. I think they're both too...
1: I think it's been done for a while, and they just haven't released it. I think they have some songs that are done. I think they have done. quite a few songs they've probably done. Isaiah Rashad got our
0: hopes up this week, too. Oh, man. yeah, the new
1: Kendrick album, allegedly? Yeah, but yeah. then, then Hot
0: 97 posted... The, or well, uh, um, the TD's camp came out and said that, that he was just joking around or something, that they're working on stuff, but Kendrick's nowhere near... Ready for
1: a new album. I think it's because they're gonna do the rollout like they're Yeah, gonna, they're gonna do the roll out because I know School Q has one he's coming out next. this year. He probably is Isaiah Rashad putting out one this year?
0: I hope so. It's been a minute Sun's, sun's Tyra. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite albums in Sun's the tirade
1: was probably the most underrated album of like was it last year or two years ago? Uh it might have been sixteen. I think it was sixteen, yeah. Yep. Um that album is
0: phenomenal. Isaiah Rashad does not get enough. Credit that's probably one of the most underrated set. albums of that year to me. He's underrated He's amazing I love, love, love that guy's music um, I wish there was more of it All we've got is the two albums so far Sylvia De- I think that's hilarious how they started the last one off with You know what? He was, he's like, you know what all these months got in common? He's like, we still <laughs> got your fucking album <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning yeah. <laughs> So and hopefully Isaiah gets one out here yeah, soon. That, was,
1: that was a pretty dope album um, What else we got here?
0: There was definitely a couple that I haven't gotten to yet. Uh, Lloyd has a new album out. I don't feel very comfortable clicking on it. I don't know if you've seen that sound or the album cover, but no, it's a little crazy. No. I can crazier. pull it up. I
1: can pull it up right now actually. It's basically
0: just him standing in the road naked with an acoustic guitar over his Nice. Good job, yeah. Lloyd. Yep. So, there's that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at <laughs> it right now. I'll probably eventually I'm listen a, to I'm I'm scroll I love his music.
1: past it for now. Shout out to um, Lloyd. <laughs> Iggy it Pop? Was, it's, it Iggy like Pop is still making every, music? I didn't know Iggy Pop was still making music. Bro, that guy's inspiring, the, <laughs> man. That guy's inspiring. Let me get off the hip-hop shit a little bit. Absolutely. Like, I, I
0: love Iggy Pop. I
1: just was also watching uh, the Another CB... Michigan artist, shout out. Like, yeah, I was just watching the CBGB documentary, and they had like a whole thing with Iggy Pop on it, and it was just so fucking dope like, around that time. He's like the first, one of the duh. coolest dudes ever. The, this whole album is live in Detroit.
0: Oh, nice. Shit,
1: I kind of want to listen to this 1980? Now. Yeah. Live in Detroit in
0: 1980. Oh, This man, whole gonna...
1: album is live in Detroit. That's fucking dope.
0: There's definitely some homework that we got to do. There were yeah. some albums we didn't get to, so I want yeah, to listen to Yeah, I missed
1: that one. I'm probably going to listen to on the way home tonight. But yeah. And, and since we're off hip-hop for a
0: minute, there's a band called Wild Nothing that I like that have a new album out called Never Indigo. I haven't anything. listened to yet. And also, Amos Lee has a new album out called My New Moon. I don't know if you've ever listened to Amos Lee any of you guys out there, but that guy has like one of the most beautiful sounding voices I've ever heard in my whole life, and he writes super beautiful music, so I would definitely go check that out. I'm going to listen to that probably tonight. I didn't even realize that was out. Kanye dropped another stupid song.
1: Wait, what did Kanye put out?
0: I think. Isn't that... Is, uh, XTC? XTC. No, that's been out for a while, that? bro.
1: So... It pops up on Yeah, that's track. the one he was talking about, uh... I, you ever got that one sister long, you uh, smash? I got four of them. That's that song.
0: Yeah, he's a weirdo,
1: man. He's, I still you know, someone.
0: He has another song out, I think, because I, I was listening to Hot ninety seven. They said he has another line about his four sisters, about like uh, he hasn't oh, come on, like God doing yeah. something to a picture of the four of his sisters, and I'm like, oh, okay. I wonder God how yeah. Travis Scott Get gonna take that. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that Kanye's trying to do this whole rebrand tour too. You seen all this going on? No. He like went back to Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. No,
1: he's working on Chance's album. Well, he went That's back to like, Chicago
0: yeah. and did like an interview with at some radio station with like GLC and like some of the dudes that he came or consequence was there. He's like trying what? to do this whole apology too. Yeah. Well, no,
1: well, no. Uh Consequence wrote part of uh yeah. A lot of uh, like the best line in that song was wrote uh, in that album to me was by fucking Consequence. That's it was, funny, uh, it? I could, what was it? I could have me a Naomi Campbell, still want me a Stormy Daniels. Yeah, fucking consequence <laughs> that. Yeah,
0: um, so he did that with, and I, at the I, radio station. I, and he's apologizing. Neil,
1: uh, Neil's totally different opinions on Kanye West. I still fucking love Kanye West. I still love a lot of his music. Oh, I think man. he's a total
0: douchebag. But, um, yeah, so he's doing this apology tour now. So he goes and apologizes in the Chicago radio station st- Mind you, still says he loves Trump. Whatever.
1: Um, He apologized for the slavery thing, I heard. Well, sort of, in a roundabout way. I mean, Um, I'm going to say, that's not Kanye to apologize for anything like that. Well, then
0: also, he went on Instagram and he's apologizing to Drake now, saying that shouldn't have never came out. He should have never let Push put out those... Oh, the story of... uh, I talk about his... What all... all this, But I see... I think it's so disingenuous because... He's doing this because he's losing money.
1: Stick to what you said, bro. People aren't... All, right. all of those,
0: it was the I mean, the good music rollouts was the biggest flop of this year. Um, all his, of them? His Yeezys aren't... No, I'm, as a whole. that Just that whole seven song that didn't work. Didn't work. Sorry. Didn't work. I'm not listening to any of the projects besides... Tiana Taylor Push right your
1: teeth right with your shit bro like, It's good If you know you know It's good but people it's, are calling it a cl- It's not a classic seven I don't think it was a classic no But I think it was fucking dope I think it was, I was still bumping it all summer I, You're right Tiana I Taylor still bumping here. it all summer Definitely Nice Still but bumping it all his, summer But yeah but,
0: but those are other people's projects His is terrible KFC
1: Ghost still pumping it all summer <laughs> I've pumped that for a while that's fucking, you and I disagree Oh dude I, I love KFC Ghost So trash uh,
0: <laughs> I can't stand that album But that that's fine we can dish <laughs> our opinion on that for sure, but... Um, I'm so...
1: I'm so... Real. Uh, I can't stand it.
0: I can't stand it. Uh, I love that Kid album. Kid Cudi's monotone voice singing and Kanye's terrible lyrics. Not for me. Uh, but uh, I, I used to be a giant Kid Cudi stand, but I'm th- I'm just over it.
1: No, uh, I, I mean... Kid Cudi was summed up my freshman year of college, pretty much. Because I think day and night came out my senior year. That was a weird, like, t- 2009 was the weirdest fucking year. Because, like, that was probably, this year is a very close second. But that's probably had, like, some of the best rollouts. Like, fucking Asher Roth was getting there. I love college. Then you had Kid Cudi. Then you had, I think, Kanye dropped 808s or Heartbreaks that year. Uh, Wiz came out. that Wiz was coming that out that year. year. Big Sean was coming out that yeah. year. Uh, I think Logic was starting to get there around that time. Like maybe a little bit, maybe a year after that. Uh, Charles Hamilton was a thing. Charles Hamilton, please come back to hip hop. <laughs> 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 that's, that's all I. That's that's what I'm gonna leave it. That, but yeah, just to end things with the
0: Kanye talk. Like I think the only reason he's doing this apology tour is now that his money is being hurt. His people aren't buying Yeezys like they used to because people aren't supporting him because all the oh they about stuff. to buy some Nikes
1: now. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> about to yeah, yeah, let's talk Nikes. about it. No, wait, 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 we fucked up. I fucked up. What? That's on Adidas. <laughs> well, well, yeah. no, Colin Adidas I'm going to say, Yeezys is, is definitely is under Adidas. The I fucked choice. up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeezys is the
0: slavery is a choice. Colin Kaepernick's doing all the good stuff. Over the Nike. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. For, I think it's hilarious that people are burning their Nikes. Like, you're that upset you're going to burn your pair of I feel like that's blown
1: out of proportion. There was only like a handful of people that Probably, did that. For sure. I feel like I was blown way out of proportion. I think it's
0: insane that people can even fix their lips to talk shit about Colin Kaepernick. Like, that's insane to me. That's, like You're just not paying attention or you're a racist because he's doing so many – he's raised so much money for so many charities. I think people don't like shit that's different.
1: And I mean, even Tim Tebow got shit when he was kneeling just to pray. Yeah, I know. So I, I honestly think like just – People ooh. love to complain. People just love to the bench. That's that's what it comes yeah, down at the end of the day.
0: Do. I don't think any of them, honestly, even know they're like disrespecting the flag. This, do you realize that Colin Kaepernick was given the whole kneeling thing by a veteran? Yeah, I told him to do yeah. that. Yeah, Because at first he was just sitting on the bench, and and um, he, uh, some veteran reached out to him and was like, "Hey, I understand what you're trying to do. You're protesting um, for a good you cause, got our blast, but here's mate. a better way to do it. We kneel in front of fallen soldiers' graves as a sign of respect to the fallen soldier." So maybe that'd be a better way to convey your point and get your message across. So that's when he started doing that. So that whole thing was given to him by a vet. Yep. So to say that he's disrespecting veterans is insane to me. Yeah,
1: I never got the – so I mean, I, he's doing – I mean, he was doing it for a cause. Like, a lot of people – like, and this is what pissed me off last year. You got people like Jerry Jones, for instance, that – Uh. And, I mean, I get it, which one you kneel know, with your team, but at the same time, you know, you're not kneeling for the reason Colin Kaepernick Absolutely was Absolutely not. You know Jerry Jones is a racist piece of shit behind the doors yeah. anyways.
0: Screw the whole Dallas Cowboys organization. I said it.
1: <laughs> oh boy, I can't stand the Cowboys. Uh, Never have. Yeah, me either. <laughs>
0: Speaking of sports, as we're recording this right now, week one of the first game is going on right now.
1: So I definitely almost fucked up my fantasy lineup, and I realized that ra- that uh, Falcons game is in a rain delay. Yeah. So. I think
0: it's underway finally now, right? Yeah,
1: no. I should probably check my shit. I'll, I'll yeah, do it off. Score, I'll right? do it off the camera. <laughs> <real quick. laughs> you check the score. We get a little score update. Why not? Get a little
0: score update. Although it won't matter because by the time you're seeing this, the game will be over. Oh yeah, absolutely. In I don't fact, even know who the, is it. Uh, Atlanta versus who? Eagles. Who the, the Eagles. Is it right. Eagles?
1: Yep. Yeah, it's usually the people who win the Super Bowl is the first one. I didn't do. I haven't done fantasy
0: football in like five years. And it's easy, so... It's not as fun to watch football when you're not doing fantasy because you're not invested in it as much. But it's a lot easier,
1: time-wise. you got more time to
0: to deal with other stuff.
1: Yeah, he's not wrong. I'm in, like, three leagues right now. And oh, that's crazy. I, know, I have this friends is, that do
0: fantasy baseball, too, and I'm like, fantasy baseball? I'll yeah, and baseball. we know... Ah.
1: Yeah, I know a couple that do that. Yeah, it's equal. 6-3. This is a very low-scoring game. Yeah. All right, It's at halftime. All that's right. Cool. Well, shit. Um... Let's what else see, we got? You got another music else you want to talk about? Music things. Oh, well, we got another release that came off Friday. Which one's that? <laughs> this one at the top right here. Oh, E Bates, <laughs> Holy Water, baby. Yeah, if you could check out my new single, Holy Water, it's available on all streaming services right now. Uh, it's dope. I got the album coming out October 5th. I don't like, see, here's the thing. I don't like promoting myself on this, because this is totally separate from my music. I don't care. Promote away. This guy's amazing. <laughs> He's amazing. The first time, I'll be honest with you, the first
0: time I heard E-Man's music, we were at a house party at my buddy Seabone's house. I didn't even know it was him. Someone put, I think he must have put it on, put on one of his songs they were listening to in the living room. I came in from a different room, didn't know that it was his music. I'm like, oh shit, what is this song? This is tight. And it was him. I think it was the, it might have been the title track of your new one. It might have been Green It might have been I think it been,
1: this thing was Holy Water probably. Holy it was either that or MSML. I was like, who is two. this? Yeah. And
0: E-Man goes, It's me. I was like, Yeah, that's funny, dude. And you're like, No, this is me. I rap too. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, What?
1: Yeah, a lot of people know me as the interview guy. Like for beats and brews, you know, I interview a lot of artists. Like, yeah, I can fucking rap. Oh, we're gonna be playing his <laughs> music.
0: And hopefully once we get this is our second episode, so everything's a little raw and unedited. There's gonna be mistakes, but that's what podcasts are about. But hopefully once we get the video going, we're gonna use his song is one of our intros. We're gonna use the instrumental of it. Um, I'm excited for you guys to hear it. We're not gonna play anything yet because it's not out yet. But once it comes out, we're we'll going play stuff for you on the podcast because I'm a big fan of it. Whether he wants to promote it or not, I want to promote it because it's good. And,
1: all right, that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> we can do that. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no, obviously. <laughs> but let's see who else we got here. Who else put out an album? Oh,
0: you know what? There's a few thing, a couple other things I wanted to talk about. Um, I we got. So Friday was an awesome day for me. All right. It was a busy day, but it was an awesome day. Um, I went to, well, first M dropped that album, but then I listened to that all day, working all day, go straight from work to the Royce 5-9 Roots concert that was at Shane Park. I wasn't
1: at this show, but I heard it was legendary. Oh
0: man, it was the first concert yeah. I ever went to by myself, by the way, it was, <laughs> which I had a great time. I just took an Uber straight to the front of the building, which was a great way to go because I didn't have to walk anywhere or find parking.
1: A little expensive
0: solid. but it was okay and um so that was awesome Royce Royce was first and then the roots and Royce obviously was talking about Eminem dropping the album and going crazy and everything and then he ran through a bunch of hits he did, he did some slaughterhouse tracks he did some prime tracks he did the, some solo tracks he did um hip-hop which is like the song that got me into Royce which is off his first album I think no not his first album I'm sorry that's
1: but it was off like an album. I think the from song way, it's
0: from Death uh Death Certificate.
1: I think the song that got me the very first Royce song. And that's what oh, that's with
0: DJ Premier on the beat.
1: I think the very first Royce song I heard was uh was a Boom Bam God Damn. Yeah. Me and my <laughs> friends used to just drive around high school. That's what Royce lyrics tragic me. like the havoc of a nuclear bomb. Boom, bam, god damn. I Such forgot what was the name, name. of it? uh tick 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 i think it was, was it
0: just tick tick it might have been i can't remember i'm so bad with song titles sometimes <sighs> it's
1: gonna bug me now hey royce if you're listening i'm sorry we didn't do we didn't research this i had time but yeah that was just the first song Royce killed it once. he killed it like always it's <laughs> the second
0: time i've seen him this year me and e-man went and saw him at st andrew's hall
1: no we saw him at blind, oh, pig, no, yeah, right, blind pig i'm sorry
0: <laughs> um at blind pig in Ann Arbor with his brother, Kid Vicious. Kid Vicious was with him at uh, the show that we just yeah, saw, too. Kid Vicious too. Is fucking dope, Shout out to Kid Vicious. Look out for him. Alien gang. Um, I actually got to shake his hand, too. Nice. He yeah. seems like he yeah, was he's, he's really, he's he's amazing at rapping, too. When Royce brought him had him do like that acapella freestyle in the middle of his set, that was pretty nice. Um, so shout out to the Montgomery boys. Big fans of Royce um he killed it and then the roots came out and dude i have forgotten how good of a live band the roots, oh, the are, roots? Man. i hadn't seen it though. so i saw him at bonnaroo in 2012 i saw him at rock the bells in 2010 but i hadn't seen him in a while so i was kind of like i wonder what i'm gonna expect from this show those guys give so much energy during their set it's unbelievable they maybe stopped twice maybe three times the whole show they just jam run song right into the next They're all dancing around on stage. They got this tuba player that'll jump off the drums and stuff. It's so much fun to watch. And they came out doing like a little Aretha Franklin tribute because her funeral was that day. It was the Friday of her funeral. That funeral went on forever. It was like a seven-hour ordeal. But um, yeah, so they came out to like this little Aretha sample getting played. And then they went into their own stuff. And they did so many songs. They did the track they have with Erica Badu, which was cool to hear live. Erica Badu Erykah, wasn't there. Right? Erica Badu wasn't there. No, but they yeah. uh, their guitar player sang Shit. her part, and that guy can do everything. So he, the guitar player, I forget his name, slipping my mind off uh, off the top, of the head, top of my head. But um, he did a little guitar solo thing, where he even went into Drake's "Nice for What." He, like, teased, <laughs> That's dope. Drake's "Nice for What." It was pretty tight. Um, and then they also covered "Shimmy" by uh, ODB. That was crazy. That was a lot of fun.
1: Boom what was the name of that song. Boom was the way? name of that song. Boom what was the name of that song. What album is that off of? Uh, good question. Usually. That I didn't look up.
0: Ah, fuck. Hold up. I'm terrible with song titles. See, that, that hip-hop song, I think it's off Death Certificate, which was the first album that got me it into You Can't Roy's. Touch Me? Or I'm the King. I'm the King. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, that concert was great. And then it worked out to my advantage because they ended about 1045 and the Gamers Gala was going on over at L Club. Oh, yeah. Which was three of shout our Shout to like Chirp, At Casual, and are, Doc Pizza on that. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Pizza, At Casual, Chirp. They're a bunch of dudes that are that we're friends with, luckily enough. Um, I'm good friends. Like Nick from At Casual has helped me a lot with his podcast. And yeah, shout out to Nick Small, Shout out to Nick Small. He's got solo music on the way, too, which is going to be phenomenal. I, I was uh, fortunate enough to be with him when he was filming his first music video, and it's his vision's amazing, dude. That guy is so motivated and so dedicated to his craft right now. I'm pretty happy for him, but um, yeah. So we I, I ran straight over there. Yeah, I got in like show. as at I, I missed Doctor Pizza and Chirp, unfortunately, because they played uh, first and second. Right. But I got in right as that Casual was playing. It was awesome, man. They do these video game uh, themed songs, and then uh, as well as doing their own stuff. Um, I think they had like some Sega songs going. I got to later see some clips from the Dr. Pizza set and uh Chirp
1: when well, they That's why I watched it team. all online. I Forgot yeah. what I was doing that day. I think I like worked or some shit. I forgot. I, wish I I really wanted to go to that. Made
0: me realize I need to get to more Chirp and Dr. Pizza shows. There was three too, though, shows. Hold on.
1: There was three cuz oh that uh the Shady Gang shit was that day too cuz they had uh what's that? Well, they had Royce, not Royce, I'm sorry. Uh what's his face? Obi Trice. Uh That was a couple days later, I Swift. think. Swift uh-huh. That was a few days later, I think. I thought that uh, was,
0: was the same day.
1: I thought like that was the same day. There was a
0: ton going on in Detroit on Friday. It, it was a like shit
1: ton of stuff going on, but yeah.
0: But yeah, so I luckily made it in just in time for their set, and it was a great time. At Casual killed it per usual. If you don't know At Casual Chirp or Doctor Pizza, please go check them out on their Instagram pages, or mm-hmm. go just just go see them live. I've really? met they're all three of them. Personally. They play all they're over they're the metro Detroit hard. area. You can catch them anywhere from Ann Arbor, Detroit. I'm sure they all have. A- Ton of gigs coming up. Um, yeah, they stay busy. Dude, they're so good. I remember going to a bad show once at um, Blind Pig. Or I can't remember where it was at, but anyway, I wasn't into it very much. And afterwards I ended up going to catch a chirp show. And I was like, oh, let's just rectify it at all because Chirp just destroyed. <laughs> <They're so good. laughs> they do this sweet cover live where it's um they do it's like a mashup. It's like Get Down On It.
1: Oh, yeah, right. yeah. They, and they do the Nelly one. Yeah, and they do the yeah, Nelly one. Oh, and they kind of like they'll yeah, sing it's the, ride the, with the lyrics me. Yeah. to
0: Ride With Me first yep. and while they're playing the music to Get Down On It. Then they'll yep. switch. That Clash is Super dope. dope. I remember that. Really cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, Friday was great. Even though I had to work at 5.15 on Saturday. Got <laughs> home from that show. Nick drove me home from that show. We got back to his apartment at like 1.30 in the morning. I slept at his apartment for like two hours got up and took an uber to 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 work work. (laughs) so by the time saturday my 12-hour shift got done on saturday i was uh pretty exhausted i got home cooked some dinner and i fell asleep for about 12 straight hours (laughs) it's a full day luckily i didn't get all drunk or anything on uh friday night though because that would have made it way worse i can i can handle work just tired being tired and hungover is just something I can't handle at 31 years old anymore.
1: <laughs> I'm 27. I can't handle that shit. It's just too feel, I'm an old soul, man. <laughs> I also
0: can't do that here. I, tried to do, like, I used to be able to party next day, go out and party again. I can't even party two days in a row anymore. So if I've done it one day, I'm like, okay, I'm good for a little bit. <laughs> I need to chill. <laughs> I
1: uh, I remember I actually tried to go out like, la- like the last week or two weeks. No, it was like two weeks ago. I tried to go out. I me, I'm old as fuck now in my soul. I'm 27, <laughs> but I'm old as fuck. I went out. Uh, I went out to some bar, right, with a couple of my friends. Like they used to be up like three, four in the morning. Like, hey, let's go to a titty bar, all this shit. My ass is back home at eleven o'clock. I'm like, nope, can't do it, man. I'm chilling. I'm gonna go home, fucking smoke a bowl and throw some Seinfeld on. Call it a day. Exactly. That's what. I, that's where I'm at in my life right now.
0: That's let's the other part it. of my party partying that's changed. I like to. I still enjoy going out and having a good time, but I like it to
1: start a little bit earlier and
0: end a little bit earlier. Right around like, if I'm still out at like midnight, I start daydream or like fantasizing about my bed and like the TV shows that I could be watching and just laying there and chilling. And that's when I'm like, all right, call the Uber. <laughs> like even after
1: my like after my own shows, I'm like the wor- like I'm the worst at being like. Don't get me wrong. He he says I'm a good rapper. He is a good rapper. I'm the worst at being an actual rapper. Like that mentality. Like, yeah, like that party shit. Oh, no, right? I, go, I go fucking home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the worst at that. Hey, I think the sober rapper <laughs> thing is
0: like becoming a thing now, anyways. You got that. It's kind of trendy. Kind oh, of- I'm not a sober rapper. You're right? not oh, a sober I'm rapper, not a sober rapper. I have the sober rapper mentality. Where I just want to go home <laughs> after my show.
1: I'd rather just chill and fucking, you know, if you guys want to come over, that's cool. I'm not going to no damn club. I'm not popping no balls after the show. I just want to fucking go home.
0: I always give Nick a lot of props for doing that because Nick, Nick doesn't drink or party early. Any, yeah. and he's up till two, you know, gigging and doing all that stuff. I'm like, man, that'd be rough. <laughs> Playing <laughs> at shows without a drink in me would be a little be frightening. So props to him for not needing the liquid courage. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Friday was a lot of fun for me, man. And then uh, and also, this week, last weekend was just so awesome in Detroit. You had Jazz Fest going around. And I really, really wanted to go back in Detroit Saturday night after work because Chick Corea closed it out. And he's a legend. And I wanted to see that, but I didn't make it down. And there were some other cool sets that I, that I missed, but my boy Dan's birthday party was on Sunday, so we didn't end up going down there. But Chris Dave and the Drumheads did a set, and I'm a big fan of theirs. Chris Dave is a phenomenal hip-hop drummer. If you don't know who he is, check him out. Um... And Kareem Riggins, also hip hop drummer, did like a Kareem Riggins and Friends set, and he had Elzai there and
1: Nick Speed was there. A lot of cool. Nick Detroit. Speed. That was an, that was the other show. Okay, yeah. I knew there was three. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Nick Speed. Dude, that's what was. I've Nick Speed always and wanted to meet that guy. Yeah. Old Miami that night.
0: That's what you were. Yeah, thinking. I knew there was another.
1: I uh, knew there was a third show somewhere around. Nick Speed's
0: awesome. He, he had a Speed great album that came awesome. out last year called Deciphered. You should check that out. It's on all they got the,
1: the what do you call it? The exhibit at the DIA. Oh, really? Yeah, they have an actual, they decipher like every Detroit like rapper that uh, like underground or not, they have like a little exhibit in the DIA. Like the if you're not familiar with the DIA, it's the Detroit Institute of Arts where they actually have like a hip hop exhibit called the Deciphered and it's just every Detroit based rapper is on display there. It was fucking dope. That's sweet. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'd like to go check
0: that out. Maybe we'll do that together.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of cool
0: stuff popping out of Detroit. So that Nick Speed, he's got new music on the way. I talked to him briefly on Instagram. He said he's always got new music coming. Um, Doc Illingsworth, who's another dope-ass Detroit producer, who's on, I think he's on the Mellow Music uh, label now. He's got new music that I've been seeing on his Instagram. Ashley Sorrell, who's been working in the studio with Royce.
1: He, why, why does that name sound familiar? Because I love her music, and I've been talking about I it know, quite a bit. She's, I feel um, like I know of her. For some reason. She's yeah. got a
0: couple sweet songs out herself, and then she was featured on two of the tracks on Book Orion, Ryan, Royce's last album. She was, was on Book Orion Ryan, that's yeah, why. She's on okay. that Godspeed yeah. song, and I forget the name of the other one that she's on, but look out for her. I know she's been in Royce's, I think that's like Royce's next like uh, project that he's, you might want to pause it, I think the camera went off. So, Ashley Sorrell is uh, the other one we were talking about. She's phenomenal. She's a really cool person, too, man. I reached out. Like, I always reach out to people on Instagram whether they're going to say anything back to me is one thing, but she's been really cool, man. She, her and I will talk every once in a while on there, and I think that's pretty awesome that she's, like, uh, just a real down-to-earth, cool person and has no problem getting back to me when I got questions Is about she from stuff. here? Yeah, she's from Detroit. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of cool stuff popping out of Detroit, and I think Royce, I think that's going to be his calling when he's done rapping. I don't think he'll ever be done rapping, but when nah. he, when that kind of starts fading, I know he's been real vocal about trying to be uh, an outlet, like Shady Records being an outlet for any Detroit people if they need help to come to them. He's got his own Heaven Studios out now, which I now I think is turning into like an entertainment label, so I think he's probably going to be signing people. So that's pretty sweet.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, figure didn't know that
0: yep yep so that's pretty cool i'm pulling
1: up Ashley Sorrell. i just want to get like a face in the name dude she's so dope yeah. she
0: can rap she can sing she does it like intertwined like that really like melodic type of rappy vibe stuff oh man she's amazing yeah. nice she's always repping michigan stuff and shit in her videos it's dope it's good to hear i think she's got a track called designer out right now
1: yeah i just that, actually
0: just um, saw that or scroll past that it. one's pretty sweet She's got a few tracks that I listened to like 20 times and I just I'm like, I'm ready for it. I told her I was like, I'm ready for the LP, man. I'm ready for the full length. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got about last weekend in Detroit. The Jazz Fest was I heard it was incredible. That's like the best free festival you could ever. If you're into that kind of music, it's amazing. I mean, last year I got to see Herbie Hancock there. It was insane. I got to see uh I actually saw August. So August Green Band is Common Cream Riggins and Robert Glasper. And before they even formed and dropped their album, they did a set last year at Jazz Fest where it was kinda like a Jay Dilla inspired tribute type of deal where the three of them jammed out together. And I went to see that with my buddies Dan and Nora and Shay. And we had a blast at that. And then like not even a few months later they announced that they were recording an album together. So that was pretty pretty cool. cool. So we got to see like the making or the forming of that band, it seems like. Oh, shout out to Jazz Fest, Detroit Jazz Fest. It's amazing. I didn't
1: go. I've been a couple years ago. I haven't been in a while. Like I missed. Uh, fuck, what just passed? Arts Beats and Eats just passed. Mhm.
0: Man, there was, was so much going. on. Was that the same weekend? Was that?
1: That was the last. This past weekend, yeah. Yeah, that was also going on. Arts yeah. Beats and Eats was going on. Is that in Royal Oak? That's in Royal Oak. Oak yeah. yeah. That's pretty sweet. I think. Oh, you got. Then we got uh, little, little. What's the other big Detroit festival? That's going on. It's like in a week or two. Um, damn, what's the name of it? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh,
0: Movement already happens. Not Dally in the alley. alley.
1: Dally in the alley. Yep.
0: Detroit's kind of going on, man. People have, if people ever outside of Detroit end up hearing this. It's got a bad rep. We got sweet stuff. No, going Detroit on is the, the shit. That's, it's not a scary people place. People are starting to realize it, it.
1: Detroit is the shit, and people are starting to realize it. Yep. I mean, we have our own vibe for everything. Like, it's, that's why I love. That's why I love this city
0: uh definitely a city full of hustlers. Fuck yeah. We, it is. Uh,
1: we grind. And it will humble you real quick if you don't fit into the scheme. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how it is. How it is. But uh, I think that's all I wanted to talk
0: about today. You got anything else that you thought of from last week that you wanted to mention before we wrap? Yeah,
1: follow me on uh, Spotify and download Holy Water. <laughs> yeah, do it. Download Holy Water. It's good. And... Um, We'll be back
0: uh, next Thursday to record another one. All right. So uh, thanks for tuning in. All right. Peace. Peace.